Hello there, boys and girls, and coming to you live from the dairy farm, it's right of center. So, expounding on uh, um, my uh, my first episode of, of, of this new podcast, um, the media being the the uh, talking voice of the extreme left. I want to focus in on this episode on on why I don't believe anybody cares how many people die. That this is um, political, and that and that the lives simply don't matter. It is pick your favorite crisis. So you're gonna to have to stick with me here. Um, we're going to throw some stats around. Um, we're going to talk about some things that, that could be a crisis but weren't picked as a crisis um, by the media or by the, um, or by the extreme left. So the first one that I'm going to dive into to look at some numbers and look at, at, at some situations that, uh, that could be changed if we, if we really wanted to save lives. The first one is, the first one is, is, is smoking in America, um, smoking cigarettes. Um, so the first thing you're going to say is, well, smoking is a voluntary activity. You choose to smoke, you choose to take the health risk, and that is absolutely true. It actually actually says on a pack of cigarettes, it's it has a warning actually telling you that the cigarettes are going to kill you. That is the warning. And I'm I'm going to parallel this warning to the warning of there's a virus going around. Wash your hands, practice social distancing. You know, you've been warned, the warnings are everywhere. Um, social media, the federal government, um, the 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 national media, everybody. So uh, the stat, this first stat I want to throw out there is, so in the U.S., um, every year, 480,000 people die um, that is attributed to smoking. So that is, that is off, the, um, off the CDC website. So, so you lose almost a half million, do- half million people to smoking every year. And while it is voluntary... If you wanted to stop that, if you if you wanted to say that is a health crisis and you wanted to stop that, what would you do? You would outlaw tobacco, obviously. You'd outlaw tobacco. Nobody would be able to get tobacco and nobody could smoke. You, um, obviously, you could grow your own tobacco. You could um, – people would, would obviously try to continue to doing it, but, but you could – you could potentially greatly reduce the number of uh, 480,000 by outlawing tobacco if you cared about saving even one life. So the narrative now with with the, with the coronavirus is if we can even save one life. Uh, we hear the 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 governor of New York saying it. Um, you know, we 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 hear it in the um in the national media so if we've got half almost half a million dead to smoking that's not a crisis we live in a free country you can buy the cigarettes you choose 
um, on your own free will whether to smoke those cigarettes, knowing full well by the warning that's on the pack that they're going to cause you problems. They're going to kill you, um, you know, over over an extended time. Um, so that is not a crisis. That is that is the way it is. We live in a free country. It's the free market. Now, why why do we not outlaw tobacco? And I'm not saying we should outlaw tobacco or we should stop people from smoking or um, or or change any of those things because I believe in personal responsibility. So why do we not do that? Well, you got big tobacco, you got lobbyists, you got a lot of money, you got a lot of politicians making a lot of money. Um, so, so we, you know, we don't, we don't do it. We let it go. It's a, it's a health concern. We deal with it. It's a, it's a, it hampers our, um, our health insurance and our, and our healthcare system, um, probably as much as, uh, as much as anything. So the second thing, um, that, that needs to be brought to light is the plain old flu, like the regular influenza, um, like like I talked about in in uh, past episodes, the 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 flu um, since October of 2019 has killed, according to the CDC website, um, and they 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 have to make estimations and the numbers are are moving around and what what is flu season like from what month to what month I'm not sure. So I picked out some stats from. October to current is over 12,000. So the plain old flu, influenza, has killed over 12,000 people since October. This was not a crisis. We were going to school. We were doing everything we normally do. Um, Everybody was going to work. And guess what? People were passing the flu around. They were going to work with fevers. They were passing it around. And what are we told to do? What have we been told to do um, about the flu since, you know, since you're since you were a little kid? Wash your hands, you know, uh, and 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 if you're sick, stay home, and and if you got a fever, stay home, and and those type of things. So so twelve thousand dead since October in this country not a crisis. So we've got we've got almost a half a million per year in the US dead um due to smoking and we we're going to keep selling tobacco. This this is not a crisis. We got over 12,000 dead since October with the flu. This is not a crisis. So we've got, we come to the coronavirus now. We we were uh March of uh 2020 and we've got a huge media manufactured crisis like i said before in a past episode this was manufactured i believe uh to fit a narrative one one to go after the current administration in the white house um and another another to if you can cripple and destroy a thriving economy it it turns people to those progressive left policies um, because because now they're at home they're scared everybody's losing their job what is the natural reaction the natural reaction is what is the government going to do for me and the more people um, in an election year that you can turn to 
um, what is the government going to do for me? Obviously, they're they're going to vote um, on the left side of those issues. So um, this is this is political. I mean, it it looked political from the beginning. Uh, a few people tried to um, use some common sense, um, and it didn't work. And, and, you know, so here we are, we've got an administration at the federal level pushed into, into doing something and doing what they can to help, um, to help and show support in an election year where, where they have to, you know, if anybody that doesn't think the response, the daily briefings, all the experts, the the uh, uh, cooperation with with governors that uh, that generally um, they're going head to head with on policy policy and other things um, isn't political. Um, go ahead and pull your head out of the sand. This is this is this is political jockeying on both sides. If anybody cared how many people died, we we would have many other crises crisis in this country that we would that we would take very very seriously this while it is a concern it is spreading we've got tests for it now yeah it's we've got a we've got a thing we've got a flu thing and it uh and it does bad stuff if you have a uh, pre pre-existing condition you have an underlying health concern if you don't um, you know, the stats and the experts even are all over the board on whether you're going to, you know, how sick are you going to get? What kind of symptoms are you going to have? Does it matter what type of blood type you have? You know, there, there's, there's, you can read, you can read like legitimate, um, articles by physicians and it's all over the, all over the board, which points to, you know, political stance and, and who is getting that physician to come out and make a statement um, because because they're not consistent. It, you, you would think that you would have a consistent stance that this is what happens, this is who will be affected, this is who we should quarantine, and and those those things um, as you as you flip through uh, mainstream media um, can change from one channel to the next, from one expert to the next, from one doctor to the next, um, and uh, it's uh, it's 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 riveting TV to watch. So um, you you uh, I've got some numbers here just just to. To kind of, uh, like I said in 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 past episodes on this topic, just to kind of go the other way in stemming the fear, we've got the we got the media, you know, going full blast on one side of this that you know they've got death counters on the freaking TV. They got the ominous music when they come back from commercial. They've got panels of people talking about millions or hundreds of thousands of deaths and 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 the the how the what the what the threat is um if these numbers compound over time which some of that you 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 know you can take those numbers um and you could you could compound them but i'm going to comp i'm going to i'm going to go the other way with that and say whoa let's take a step back let's let's not panic 
Let's take a look at what the infection rate actually is in the United States, 340-ish million Americans. Let's look at what that is, and let's say, yes, we've got a concern. You need to know what the symptoms are, and you need to know how to prevent it, but, you know, it's not the end of the world. And I'll still contend the shutdown of the economy, the complete and total shutdown of, of, of two states with, with very large economies and the, the majority of the country contemplating some of those measures that have, you know, 50 to 100 confirmed cases and in some cases no deaths, some cases one or two, um, I would contend that that, is, uh, that at this point is still um, is still an overreaction. So um, as of right now, we sit at uh, around 400, uh, maybe a few over 400 deaths in the U.S., uh, which is tragic. Um, we don't want anybody to die from this, but, but getting the flu, um, any type of flu, if you have underlying health conditions, which primarily these are, um, or you're, you know, you're elderly and, and you have a weaker immune system, um, though that that's where that stuff comes from on the, uh, the infections we've, we've topped 32,000 on the infections. So you know, it's a big, it's kind of a big number, big, scary number, 32,000. Remember we've got 30, 340 million ish Americans. We're, you know, we're getting ready to do the census. I think that's been backed off. So we'll, we'll have some better overall population numbers, um, um, after this year, but so 32,000, um, and, and you, you, you do some, do some simple math. These are, these are numbers coming from, um, the CDC. Um, the actual infection percentage of Americans is point zero 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 nine four one one seven six or thereabout. Um, so as you can see, that's of one percent. So as you can see, we're at a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of one percent infected. Um, and for these reasons, um, and the reasons I cited, I just, I just don't feel like as they continue to politicize this and as up to the minute we, we've had House Democrats block, you know, a stimulus bill and, or anything to, you know, to help Americans who've been put out of work and small businesses. And I know you got to jockey around with, you know, what are the rules and who are we going to give it to and how much, and we're already 20 trillion in debt. And I know there's a lot of details there, but, but they, you know, we, it really sounded like they were close, um, and and the latest reporting is Pelosi came in from from vacation, um, um, and she shut it down. So um, we will see um, how that goes. If we get a stimulus package out, um, I'll look to cover maybe some of the ramifications and and things with the stim stimulus package later. But for these for these reasons that we've talked about here. I just don't believe that they um that they care how many people actually die.